Hello and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we go do, head over to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, it's a special Christmas episode. We're going to be talking about seven simple ways to stay fit during Christmas. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity Podcast. <laughs> So Christmas is one of the hardest times of year to keep your weight under control. When you're surrounded by chocolate, by mulled wine, G&Ts, mince pies, champagne, pigs in blankets, all that other delicious food and drink, it can be almost impossible not to get carried away and not to not to overindulge and eat too much, which, which isn't necessarily a bad thing as long as you're, that's within reason. But if you let that get completely out of control, it can of course lead to a few or a lot of extra pounds creeping on around the middle over the Christmas period. And while this can be a problem for anyone, it can be especially difficult for women who are over 40 who are already dealing with the physical and hormonal changes related to getting older and related to menopause, which can already make it easier to gain weight around the middle and more difficult to lose it again. So this means that after the festive period, many women in their 40s and 50s are left with a Christmas belly that feels almost impossible to shift. So they, they get to January, they try to get rid of those extra pounds and it just doesn't work. It just doesn't come off like they had expected. And if this happens every single year, every single Christmas, gaining those few pounds, it can just lead to gaining more and more weight year after year. And being in a position where you're having to buy all new clothes every year because nothing fits anymore. You're living in those baggy tops, elasticated waistbands. And that's never a nice situation for anyone to be in. But luckily, it doesn't have to be that way. And there is a better way. And we've helped thousands of women to get through Christmas without gaining a single pound on the scales without having to give up their enjoyment of food or miss Christmas dinner or give up any time with their families or even step foot in a gym. And in this week's podcast, we're going to reveal seven simple ways to stay fit during Christmas so that you can get through the holidays without gaining a single pound. So our first tip then is linked to what Ben just said. Realize you, you kind of need to realize that it is possible. And we'll, we've got a couple of testimonials at the end. We're going to read out of clients who have done this. Lots of our clients every single year get through Christmas without you know, unscathed basically. And to spell it out, to kind of make it seem more possible, I, one thing I always do with our clients is to look at the actual facts because most people, they just look at the food around them at this time of year and they look at the events in their calendar, even if it's a bit strange this year with coronavirus and they, they immediately jump to the conclusion that it's impossible. So they throw in the towel and they just eat and drink whatever they want and then they just assume that come January, they'll fix it then. But as Ben said, if every single year you gain half a stone or a few pounds over Christmas and you don't lose them because it is difficult over 40, then that can mean every year you go up a few more pounds and a few more pounds. And before you know it, you're over a decade, you might be a stone or two heavier just because of the Christmas weight. So one exercise that can really help with this is you can do this now. You can get out a piece of paper. It takes two minutes. It's just to write down or look at your diary and write down how many Christmas events you actually have because a lot of people assume they have too many, especially when there was lots of Christmas parties. Maybe you have a couple of things in there still. But if you write down all the social events you have, plus Christmas Day, obviously, and Boxing Day, write down how many meals that actually adds up to. And usually when we do this with clients, it's somewhere between sort of 10 and 15 meals maximum um, during that period. So it might be you know, Christmas Day. I usually have a big Christmas dinner and maybe you have a decadent breakfast or something. 
I don't I think a lot of people probably won't have dinner and Christmas dinner and breakfast so it might be a couple of meals that day it might be a couple of meals on Boxing Day it might be New Year's Eve and then it might be a few Christmas parties so tally up those meals it might be 10 meals and then what I want you to do is work this out out of how many meals you're actually going to have in December until you kind of go back to normal in January so for a lot of people that might be like the 5th 6th of January when they go back to work it, there's usually about 100 meals in that time and for most people it's only going to be 10 or 15 meals that are actually out of control or you know that they, they really want to enjoy the rest of them are within their control so usually it's about 90 percent of their meals that they can still have make good choices with um, and they can still still kind of control and 90 percent is way it's more than enough um, in terms of controlling your nutrition to see good results so that's plenty to maintain your weight over Christmas, maybe even lose weight over Christmas. So for most people, when you do that, you probably end up realizing actually it's not so hard and there is a way to, to get through Christmas unscathed. So the second thing you can do is to look at setting a realistic goal. So most people assume that if they can't lose weight over Christmas, then it's pointless to, to eat healthy at all. So they kind of swing the opposite way. And this is almost like a, like a perfectionist mindset. Like, you know, if, you, if I can't eat perfectly, if I can't do loads of exercise and see results, then I may as well not try. But what if instead of that, you could just maintain your weight over that festive period, which means you would start the new year with no excess weight to lose and without feeling guilty, without feeling like you're taking a big step backwards and undone loads of progress. Maintaining your weight is, e is far easier and far more realistic than trying to lose weight over Christmas. If you do try and see results and lose pounds and lose inches over Christmas, you're probably gonna have to miss out on some of the enjoyment of Christmas. You're gonna have to give up on certain foods, certain drinks. You know, you're gonna have to spend time maybe exercising rather than enjoying time with your family, something like that. Um, but at maintaining is definitely a lot more achievable and it's, you know, it's not gonna take over your life. And even more importantly, you can get to New Year without feeling like you can still enjoy excellent Christmas, but you can get to the New Year without feeling like a stuffed turkey, without feeling like you've got all of this, all of this work to do, which can make it really, really difficult to get started in January. So setting a realistic goal of maintaining, I think, is, is a much better strategy than either A, that what, what a lot of people do, which is they give up and gain a load of weight, or B, like setting an unrealistic goal of trying to lose weight, but then not even getting started because that feels too difficult. Yeah, and that's only going to set you up to sort of feel like you're failing, even though you never really had a realistic goal to begin with. So all the tactics we're going to give you from here on in are going to be about how to maintain your weight. Um, you, may, you may be able to lose your weight doing these, but for most people, it's going to be about how to maintain your weight over Christmas, which, as we said, is a much better place to be. And then you have, haven't lost anything by January and you're in the same place. And, and that's a great place to be. So the next thing we'd recommend you do then is to actually take Christmas Day and Boxing Day off. This might seem like strange advice. You might think, no, I've got to be strict the whole time if I'm going to see progress, but it's only two days a year. If you apply that thinking to everything and you give yourself an excuse to have a day off all the time, obviously that doesn't work. If you say, oh, I've got Christmas parties, so I'll take the day off. It's someone else's birthday, I'll take the day off. It's my child's birthday, I'll take the day off. That can add up to a lot of days off. But Christmas and Boxing Day, we always recommend our clients take the days off. So as long as you sort of box them off, you keep them contained. So you enjoy them and, you know, you have what you want on those days. You drink and eat what you want. And then you just get straight back into better habits that we're going to talk about today on the day after Boxing Day. Then it's not going to be a huge issue.
like weight gain is a very slow process. It doesn't happen over one or two days. You might gain a pound of fat over two days. It happens over weeks of eating a bit too much. And that's how most people gain all the Christmas weight is they eat way too much for a few weeks, not just a couple of days. So just stay fit before and then get right back into a healthy routine after and you can enjoy those two days. The next tip would be to save the Christmas food until Christmas. So, you know, there, there are clients that I spoke to who previously they will, they will start buying Christmas food, even kind of now, like stocking up on Christmas food through November. So make, which ends up with filling the house with mince pies, with booze, with chocolate, nibbles and treats. All of that food is, is in the house from kind of now until Christmas and beyond. Um, I've had clients say that have said, that's what I've done in the past, but this year I'm actually just going to buy the Christmas food close to Christmas. As, as you just said, Rob, isolate that into those couple of days. Don't let it spill out into weeks or even months um, to, to kind of limit that damage. But the problem that, that people create for themselves if they buy all of that Christmas food too early or in advance is that willpower doesn't work when you're tired and stressed. If you have all of that food in your house, in your cupboards, in your fridge, Every time you go into that cupboard or into that fridge, that those unhealthy foods are going to be like calling to you. There's a reason that we all enjoy unhealthy foods and treats and snacks because they are, they're much more appealing. It's much more appealing to have a nice mince pie um, and a hot chocolate, something like that, rather than like a carrot and a stick of celery. You, you, the mince pie is going to seem always going to seem more appealing and always going to be more difficult to resist. And between now and Christmas, it only takes one extra mince pie per day to gain two pounds over a month. And that's, that's just mince pies, like on top of your normal food intake. So if you, you know, extrapolate that and you go, you have an extra mince pie a day and you have one extra alcoholic drink a day and you have an extra couple of treats or you have a few nuts and snacks and things that could easily add up to half a stone or more between now and, and Christmas. And I think that's, that's one of the reasons that people gain a lot of weight over Christmas. Um, and if, if you just, as you, as you said before, if you can contain it to just Christmas Day, Boxing Day, you're not going to be able to gain half a stone in two days. You'll have to eat an enormous amount of food, like an absolutely ridiculous amount of food to gain half a stone in two days of actual body fat. Um, and yeah, while, and while mince pies are lovely and all these treats and snacks and things are lovely, um, after you have had a couple, you just got to kind of ask yourself, do you really need any more? And it's easier to do that. It's easier to make that decision not to overeat. I think if you isolate it in one day, like it's, you can easily eat 20 mince pies over the course of 20 days, but you could not eat 20 mince pies on Christmas day. I think, well, most people couldn't. I definitely couldn't. I'd struggle. So, yeah. So basically save buying those tempting treats and, and those snacks and those things that you're going to enjoy over Christmas um, until closer to Christmas. And you will massively limit the damage that you may do um, over that Christmas period. Yeah, and I think I think another thing, so on to our next step, another thing that can help with that, because it's all well and good saying manage your food, you know, make these good choices. But a lot of people get really stressed over Christmas and that can lead to a downward spiral of just eating to relieve stress. Like I, I messaged Ben last week, I read a really fascinating thing um, about cortisol recently that cortisol, which is the stress hormone that we release when we're really stressed. And it's one of the reasons a lot of our clients previously have struggled to lose weight. Um, since, since turning 40s is that when you eat something sugary it actually brings that cortisol hormone down so a lot of people will turn to comfort food or they'll turn to alcohol to, to, to sedate those stressful feelings or to bring those that stress level down but that's obviously going to lead to weight gain if you keep doing that 
but Christmas is stressful for a lot of people. Like we work with lots of clients who have families, you know, who have, they're still having the work pressures on top of trying to buy presents for everyone and the financial pressure that can bring on a lot of people as well. They've also got to wrap all of those presents. They've got to get the tree. They've got to get the turkey. They've got to get the food in. They've got to make sure all the family's catered for and during COVID-19 as well. You've got to try and keep everyone safe and try and please everyone. I know that's that's definitely something I'm finding challenging as well is, is trying to figure out what's the, what's the right thing to do with family this year. And so the solution I'd say to that is just try and wind things back and remember what you're trying to achieve about Christmas because there's a lot of marketing that forces on us what Christmas should be. And obviously a lot of that looks like buying loads of food and buying loads of presents because they want to make money. But is it really about showering everyone with presents and you know drowning everyone in food and drink? Or is it more about having a great time and relaxing with loved ones? Like Ben and I, before this, we were trying to remember what Christmas presents we got last year. Ben did remember he got those headphones he's wearing because he, he actually got them out. But it took him about 10 minutes to figure that out. Both of us said, look, the last, most of our lives, we can't really remember what the Christmas presents are we got. There's one or two I can remember. I got a Playmobil crane. That was awesome. But that's an exception. But what I really look back on fondly, and Ben said as well, is like playing board games with the family or, you know, having fun or doing something silly going playing in the snow if it snowed on Christmas those are the things we look back on so it's not about what I've got in terms of food or in terms of um you know in terms of presents because there's presents every year there's food every year and it kind of all blends into one it's kind of what we did was the, the thing that I remember so first of all your mindset around Christmas just just remember just remember kind of what are you trying to achieve by this is it worth getting stressed about that or are kind of the best bits of Christmas going to happen anyway even if you don't have quite so much food in the house and if you don't, um, if you don't spend quite so much money and then other things that can help with regulating the stress are exercising regularly, getting outside in nature is really important. Um, meditation as well. So this is a mindset exercise we teach to our clients and it's that you can do some different types of written mindset work as well um, to kind of reframe your perspective around Christmas when you're stressed as well. We're not going to get into the details of those today, um, but one very simple thing is exercise, which I know Ben's going to talk about next. Yeah, so staying active can really, really help to, again, kind of limit that damage that, you're, that you may do over Christmas. So another, people, another reason that people do gain weight over Christmas is because they stop exercising completely. They, they blame kind of, and well, during winter in general, they start to blame kind of the dark nights, dark mornings, uh, the fact they kind of, they don't have time with everything else going on in the day. But the solution to this, I would say, is to just keep it really, really simple. So as we talked about before, maintaining over Christmas might be the best possible outcome that, that you could aim for. And in order to maintain your weight and maintain your results, you don't have to do an awful lot. If you follow those other, set, other tips of keeping Christmas isolated to those, those couple of days, not going completely overboard, you could do some very, very simple things. For example, going out on a Christmas walk with the family on Christmas day. Like most of the time I will either go out on a walk or a run or a bike ride or something on Christmas morning. And for me, it really helps to, it stops that feeling of, be, that feeling you get when you feel afterwards like that you've just sat down and done nothing and overconsumed, and you feel really groggy and stuffed and not great. I feel a lot better about just eating whatever I want, having a really nice Christmas dinner. If I have gone out on a walk in the morning or sometimes I go on a bike ride with my dad um, and that can really, really help. So I would definitely recommend do some sort of activity, whatever, whatever suits you, whatever you would actually enjoy on your Christmas day. Though winter walk's probably the, the simplest one for most people. 
Um, as well as that though, on the run up to Christmas, I would recommend just doing a few workouts per week. So three or four workouts per week and do those from home because you know it's it's not that fun to go out for a run in the evening when it's pitch black at the moment. It's not that fun to go out when it's three degrees outside and you're, you're freezing and try not to slip over on the icy pavement. But if you put just put some form of workouts on, we provide workouts for our clients. Um, but there's so much information out there these days. Just find something you can do, get yourself moving. And if you can build a routine of working out, start that routine now and almost carry it on through Christmas, other than those few days that you're taking off, that will massively improve your chances of just staying fit and staying healthy through Christmas. So the last thing then that we'd recommend you do to stay fit over Christmas is to just consider investing in your own fitness as well as just physical presence, because a lot of us are very focused on just the things that we want, the things we get. But what was kind of have a think about what's going to impact you and your family more? Is it kind of be the way you feel if you're feeling great, if you're not stressed out and you're not snappy and grumpy because your clothes are so tight after Christmas and you've spent the whole month eating too much and piling on the pounds? Or you buying them one, one, one more present that they don't really need. Like if you just spent that money on that one little extra present on yourself, but yes, you might need to be a little bit selfish, but investing it in your own fitness, whether that's a, a gym membership somewhere you love or whether that's working with a coach to, to kind of keep you consistent through December. Christmas is one of the most difficult times of the year to stay consistent with fitness. And one of the main reasons our clients are able to maintain or even lose weight over Christmas is because they're not trying to succeed with this over alone. No, you know, succeed with this all alone, like through this tough time. They're not trying to do it um, and just assume that this year that's going to be different, even though they haven't changed anything. They've invested in the help and support from a coach so they can speak to their coach whenever they feel stuck. So they can give us a shout and say that I'm struggling or I don't know how to deal with this and we can give them solutions. They also have someone to keep them accountable and chase them if they go off track. So we monitor everything they're doing. And if they do go off track, we'll, we'll follow up with them and just make sure they get back on track. And they also have, so we have a great community and they have a group of other women who are on the same mission. So they understand the struggles they're going through. They can share their struggles and they can also share solutions. So if they're having a struggle to do with Christmas, to do with what to have for Christmas dinner or what, what to do about this food they're struggling with or the drink or whatever, they can also share ideas and people find that really, really helpful. And when you have all of that, staying fit and healthy during Christmas is a lot easier. And it means clients like Vanessa, who we've got a testimony from here today, um, who checked in on the 16th of January, um, this is when this check-in is from, were able to achieve amazing results despite Christmas being right in the middle of that. So Vanessa said, 90 days ago, I felt that I looked dreadful, very overweight, and I didn't know how to begin to lose weight due to so many failed attempts. I barely ate protein, snacked on rubbish constantly, and rarely ate a decent meal. I was bursting out all of my clothes and I couldn't wear my jeans anymore. I was on the brink of accepting it as part of the aging process and buying a whole new wardrobe in a size up. However, since joining Trinity, I've lost six inches off my waist and four inches off my hips. I've dropped a dress size and a jean size and I love being able to wear my new jeans. They feel so comfortable. I feel in control of my diet and body and I love it. It's refreshing to wear whatever I want without squeezing into my clothes and spilling over the waistband. I feel more confident. I don't really miss the wine. Well, sometimes I do, but overall, I'd rather reach my goal than have a few glasses. And I can't believe it's only been 90 days with Christmas included. I'm so pleased with the results. So that just shows what kind of thing you can achieve, even with Christmas in the middle. And look, we weren't forcing it to do too much over Christmas. We tell all our clients that they can maintain, they can enjoy Christmas and Boxing Day. 
but she was still able to then fit in all of her clothes and actually get into some new smaller clothes in January when most people are bursting out of them. So if you would like to find out more about how you can do what Vanessa's done there or how to put these tips into action, working with myself or Ben, then where, where can people go to find out more info? To find out more about if you want some help or some advice to, to get through Christmas and come out on top, head over to www.fit40info.com and you can get all of the details on that page. Brilliant. So that wraps up for today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. We hope you found it useful. Share this with anyone who you think it could help get through Christmas. And we'll catch you next Friday for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.